recorded live from Portland, Oregon. It's the Transamorous Network Podcast. Let's get it on. It's the Transamorous Network Podcast. I'm Perry. I'm Remy. And I'm Shannon Scott. And today we have yet another fantastic interview. I mean, my gosh. We've got back-to-back fantastic interviews. Yeah, really oh, remarkable great people, so right? Good. It's so good. You're going to love this in that bass. Oh, my God. I know, right? That voice. I don't want to get all weird on you. But we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got what, what, we would, what, we, what I would call the OG. I was just going to say, he's the OG, the OG right there. It's so true. It's so true. Been trans-attracted so trans -attracted and trans-amorous, and now it's trans-supportive for over 30 years. Over 30 years. Over 30 years. Wow. wow. So uh, let's introduce Troy. Welcome, Welcome. to the show. Hello, 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 everyone. Oh, that bass. <laughs> yeah, right. Say that again. Come on, Troy, give it to me. Well, say it again. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Bass, how, bass, how low can you go? <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible of me. I apologize. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Not yeah, sorry, not I was going to say. Sorry, not sorry. So, Troy, you are like the original gentlemen's of uh, the trans-supportive, trans-active community. Yeah, I've I've picked up the nickname Yoda. There you go. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and don't, tell you don't love that. You don't love that. I saw the eye roll. Yeah, right. You don't love that. You know what? It's 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 bittersweet. You know, it's 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 a uh, you know it, it's a crack that that, that some some of them young fellas in <laughs> young fellas in I think they're making fun of me. What they're doing? <laughs> but uh, uh, um, it's it's affectionately. I'm affectionately known as Yoda and. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll say, hey, how about you give Yoda a call or, or see what Yoda thinks and things of that nature. So, so Troy, there's, there's obviously some history and some reason people call you that. So why don't you tell us, tell the story that you told me when we first talked about how long you've, been, you've known yourself as trans-attracted and what were you doing and how your brother got involved and all that stuff, because it's an amazing story. Wow. Well, um, back, in, back in 1985... <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a long time ago, long time ago, um, I, you know, I, I didn't even, I didn't know what trans women were. Oh, I didn't know trans women existed. I never heard the term um, transsexual or any of those things. I uh, was at work um, driving some supplies between two different locations and saw a young lady who, you know, uh, at a bus stop looked like she was in trouble. Her clothes were torn and tattered. Um, looked like she had been in a fight. And, you know, I said, uh, you know, hey, um, you know, you know, I, you know, I'm part superhero. And I I put on my cape and I said, there looks like trouble. And, uh, <laughs> you, to say, wow. you know, I went over to her. Um, she was fearful. She was, you know, upset because of of an incident that happened with her and, and a guy. Um, you know, at, the, at this point, I didn't know that she was a trans woman. Uh, I just knew it was somebody who was in trouble and needed my help. So, uh she was so afraid. I gave her my driver's license and a, and a business card and said, hey, this is who I am. This is where I work. Now, if something happens, you get away. I get, you know, you, you've got all my information. I just want to get you home. Ended up taking her home. I gave her my pager number. Well, so that's how long ago that was. <laughs> right. Uh, and um, we started this uh, um, friendship, you know, where we were seeing each other, you know, time and time again for about five or six weeks. When she finally told me that she was a transsexual. Wow. Um, what's that? 
you know, well, um, you know, I was, I was, I was born male and I'm, tra- you know, transitioning to female. Mm, nah, that, that doesn't, you know, that, that doesn't compute. Um, and it freaked me out, you know, ran away screaming, um, came back and, uh, I mean, I kind of, the rest of the, uh, the, the struggle, that struggle lasted for, for 15 years, but. Uh, as Perry was saying with my brother, ironically, uh, my brother was talking to her best friend. And, and, and where did, where did your brother where did your brother live at that time? No, we we all we lived in Detroit. Oh, you did. Okay, lived, okay. Right. This was this was in Detroit. Okay. And um, yet we didn't know it. And uh, the one thing of you know, um, and you know, I try to be careful with labels because so many people are so very sensitive. Being on the DL, shadowed, causative, well, however you want to describe it. You know, especially back then, there was men were that was that was how you that was how you operated, and it was ironic that these friends stayed in the same building. Uh-huh. Um, they and they were the best of the friends, um, and yet we never crossed paths. Uh, and this took a number of years. Fifteen years later, um, I finally kind of came, you know, came out. I kind of got tired of, of of you know, I'd got married twice. Um, uh, a whole bunch of drama. I mean, it's a, it's a very long and sordid story, but um, uh, I finally got to the point where I, I was tired of running. Um, I was tired of, 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 of running from my shadow, so to speak. Um, I, I, the analogy I use that, you know, your shadow is always there with you, you know, no matter how fast or how far you run, it's always there. It's going to be your constant companion. So, um, I just kind of got tired of it. There were some other events that kind of happened. It kind of pointed me in that direction saying, look, this is what you like. Um, embrace it. And so I did. But even then, when I embraced it, speaking with my dad, my cousin, uh, you know, we were all kind of sitting together. Um, my brother still didn't tell me. It took him almost another seven or eight months before he told me. Um, because, again, that, that, that stigma... You know, and, uh, you know, that, that, that comes with being being, you know, trans attracted, trans amorous. Um, he finally told me the conversation went like this. And at the time he was an Orthodox Muslim. And so all of his 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 conversation started with, you know, you know the prophet Muhammad, all praises do. And it's just like, oh, my God, because oh I'm not a religious person. So I didn't want to hear it. Uh, and finally, he said, boy, I've been talking to the girls as long as you. <laughs> wow. And, and I, and I said, what? And I still didn't know at that point that he, he was talking to, to, to this girl named Alexis, who, you know, who was, who was, you know, you know, my, you know, my ex from years ago's friend. And when I went to California, we met, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't see my ex. He saw her picture on, on her mantle, pulled it off and said, this is who I was talking about. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I grabbed my phone and gave it to him. And we sound we sound almost exactly alike on the phone. And she literally thought we were playing. And she lived out in California too, so they all live in California now. And so we drove from uh, we drove from uh, uh, Long Beach. I mean, from uh, San Diego to Long Beach. Uh, knocked on her door. She, op- she opened the door and just kind of went, "How the hell did I not know you? You know, you guys weren't brothers." I mean, you know, that story for me kind of encapsulates what a lot of we men go through. You know, you know, your brothers, your, your cousins, your friends, you know, people very, very close to you are going through the same struggle. 
but we don't know how to talk about it. We don't have, so we, you know, we're not taught how to talk about it. We're not even told that trans women exist. Right. You know, um, so, you know, that, that journey and that, the journey for me to, to, to kind of come to grips with myself took about 15 years. It has been whew, 32 years now. So, uh, you know, I had an almost 10 year relationship. Um, uh, another relationship was about three years. Um, uh, these are with trans women. It was trans women. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And the, you know, the, the longest and most fulfilling relationships that I've had, I mean, even though I married the same woman twice and, you know, and I, and I have another son, uh, uh, from outside of that marriage, if I add those relationships up, I still wasn't with them as long as I was with, with, uh, with the trans woman I was with for, for, for almost 10 years. So, wow. um, I just learned to accept it, I, you know, um, and it was hard, um, because you struggle, you think you struggle by yourself, but finding out my brother and then other people, people coming up to me once, you know, once I started speaking out, you know, friends of my, 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 my ex-wife, um, just random people who just say, Hey, you know, you know, I saw you, or I heard you and, and, uh, you know, you know, thank you for speaking up and speaking out. And, and it, this has been, this has been a mission for me for really for the last 10 or 12 years. Was, was it harder coming out in, I imagine as a, as a black man growing, growing up predominantly in California and then in Atlanta, I imagine some place like Detroit would be harder to come out there. Now, you, you know what? Yeah. I, I just think that most of my struggle was just fear. It was just fear of being afraid. Um, I oh. thought my parents would react and feel a certain way wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought my family would, 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 you know, would react a certain way wrong. You know, my sons, I mean, my sons still reach out to my ex. I mean, um, you know, that, that's still their stepmother. They still call her, reach out to her. And we haven't been together. And, wow. Uh, geez, six, seven years, eight years, almost now we haven't been together. And still, you know, they still reach out to her. Uh, our fathers, our best friends, you know, because of us. Um, so our families are still intertwined. Um, in fact, I cooked a cooked a New Year's New Year's Eve uh, dinner for them. Well, New Year's yeah, New Year's Eve dinner for the family. So just just um, to be clear, because it could be confusing for the audience, the the woman you're talking about right now is the trans woman you were with. The trans woman, yes. Years, not your ex-wife. Yes. Yeah. Her name is Toy. I'll just say. To- Toy. Yeah, it's just, great, great, uh, great. Okay. She doesn't mind. So Toy, I mean, she 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 she's has been has been and remains an amazing part of my life. You know, even though we're not together, I talked to her yesterday. I talked to her last night. Um, you know, we, you know, even though we're not together, she lives in New York now. Um, we still have that bond. We still have that connection. Um, and it's the best connection I ever made with a woman in my life, mm-hmm. you know? So, wow. so the, the, um, the experience, I don't want to, sp- I, I kind of don't want to spend a lot of time about on the, the non-acceptant side of his life, but it's so important for the men who are watching this show who have not embraced their trans attracts and trans amory, we kind of have to. It, mm-hmm. And I know Troy's okay with talking about that. So Troy, <laughs> just briefly, what were some of the, the ex- you, you, you explain it so well. So tell us some of the stories of things you were doing when you were on the down low. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, for example, there was a, there was a topless bar um, not too far from where I worked. 
um, buddy of mine owned it. Um, that was the place that I went to develop the myth of Troy, you know, uh-huh. T nice, you know, T money, you know, the, the guy who can get all the girls, you know? So I would have this, this aura about myself that if anybody even ever said that, you know, oh, well, I seen him, you know, whatever whispers that they could do, it's like, nah, man, you know, you know who, you know who that is? You know, I, 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 I did a lot of overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Um, Good way. Having a lot, of, you know, I, and even, even yeah. feeling guilty. I would, I would, you know, I would um, be with a trans woman, feel guilty about it, have sex with, uh, you know, three or four or five or whatever cis women and say, okay, I'm, I'm okay. Look at me. I'm a man. And then, and you know, then I, then I'd get to itch again and, and, you know, and then I would just go through this Mobius loop, this cycle, repeating the same behaviors over and over and over again. And I thought that I, I there were times when I, I literally thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, you know, rep, you know, I mean, that's the definite, that's the very definition of insanity repeating the same behaviors over and over again and expecting a different result. Um, my relationships were crap. Um, you know, my, you know, dealing with my sons, um, who are absolutely amazing. Um, you know, and, 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 and trying to kind of juggle all of that. I use my sons as excuses. Well, Oh, I would come over to see you, but I'm with my sons. but I was married, mm. you know, you know? And so, I mean, I, 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 I learned how to craft and weave eyes, that were that were unbelievable and and um what kind of stopped me was uh and then i'll i'll be very politically correct uh i was put uh, i was given an opportunity to literally choose between a cis woman and a trans woman woman at the same time and i had been trans woman free for about mm, two and a half years and uh after Pandora's box got opened. It was a wrap. I was just like, you know what? I don't know why I keep running from this. You know, I, I had changed a lot of things, how I did. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't go to certain places. I wouldn't, uh, certain businesses, if I knew a trans woman worked there, uh, certain areas. Of tra- I, I, not, I couldn't, I couldn't be around a trans woman. I couldn't, I couldn't watch, you know, uh, the Maury's and the, and the, uh, the, Jerry the, the Jerry Springer. Uh, uh, can't watch that. Uh, uh, you know, change that channel dodge that bullet and you know it was a part of me Mm -hmm. and you you can't run from yourself yeah and and i just and i just literally got tired and Mm. um i came home i told i well i told the young lady that i was kind of uh she was a cis woman that i was it was my side piece told her you know and this ain't my first time to the rodeo went home told my wife you know um basically like uh the guy did in uh, what was that uh, 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 Harlem Nights when 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 Richie Vito sat on the bed and, and and you know after after Sunshine said Richie I think I love you he called uh-huh. his wife and said yeah it's me yeah I ain't coming home no more <laughs> yeah, basically, basically basically in a nutshell it was it was it was that quick of me you know it's like look you know this is this is a part of who I am you know we got to do what we got to do and and you know. Deuces. Pete. Yeah. Drama, drama that came behind that was was a lot, but yeah. it was it was uh, again um, I, I I I call that my penance for yeah. for for all of the deceit and all that other stuff that I I had done for so long. Hmm. 
We, we just talked with another uh, male about the reason why Remy, I don't know if you saw her snap her fingers. Um, we just talked with another male who had a similar kind of switch where once he owned his trans attraction, his transamory, everything in his life switched in a split second. And from he yeah. could not go back. It was just clear as day to him what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. It sounds like exactly. the same with you. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been with a cis woman since uh, 2000. So, you know. So, so what is it, just for, again, for the men and for the trans women who are watching this, Absolutely. what is it about your attraction to trans women that makes it so powerful for you? Is it, it's not just about the sex or the no, allure no. or the fantasy um, or any of that, right? First, first and foremost, <clears throat> trans women exude a strength of character that, I mean, I, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. the struggles that trans women go through just to survive, um, and they hold their heads up and they live every day, you know, um, and they have to fight every single day. That within itself is inspiring. Um, um, and I mean, and tra- trans women are beautiful, <laughs> you know, men, men are visual. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, look, look, I mean, just, <laughs> no, girl, no, 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 I appreciate it. Ain't nothing wrong with saying it. Did you hear what he just, what he what he just said? Uh, girl, you lucky you way out there. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the strength. It's the, the, uh, you know, I mean, even the nurturing, um, you know, with my sons, um, I, I was talking to my oldest son last night and he's, you know, he said he was going to call a toy and, and just, and just talk to her, you know, because he was just thinking about her. And, 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 you know, I get guys who, you know, who are, you know, who have children or who are, you know, going struggling and they talk about what I have. Well, I have children. I have sons. Well, yeah, I got sons, too. You know, my sons are grown. My oldest son is 30. My youngest one is 19 because I'm not a I'm not a young man. (laughs) Um, And, you know, there were times when their moms and, 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 and people around them would mumble and talk about me, of course, behind my back. No one ever brought it to my face, which is, which has never, ever happened to me. And my sons would just go ballistic. Shut like, it down. You, know, you don't talk, you don't talk about my daddy, you know? Um, and that piece, especially for my sons, I think changed number one, how they look at people in general. You know, so they'll have friends who are from all walks of life, you know, whatever race, color or creed, you know, whatever uh, gender and sexuality, it doesn't matter because they understand at the end of the day, the people are people, you know, and they understand that as a man, defending those who you care about, those who love and walking in your own truth is important. Um, That was the best lesson that I've ever taught them, Um, you know, and as a father, I know they have my back. You know, um, and that's that within itself is great. I mean, I don't have to, you know, in the very, very beginning, my oldest son kind of struggled with it. But I have a a nephew who's gay, who who's like a a son to me. Uh, They're they're a couple of years uh, apart. He's 32 now. And they're but, you know, they've been best friends since they were kids. Uh, In fact, my ex-wife used to. Um, well, I don't understand why you allow him to be friends with him because they had no one, well, be around him. Well, they're cousins, you know, right. and, you know, they're the two oldest grandchildren. You know, they, I, I don't see anything wrong with it, you know, and she used to always get upset, you know, about that. But at the end of the day, 
family is family. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what, who, where, or how. Right. It's still family. And uh, my nephew kind of helped, you know, helped, helped my son understand it, you know, on, on some of the things that at first that he was afraid to ask me because a lot of the negativity that he was getting from, from his mom and then from, from my youngest son's mom, because uh, they kind of they kind of hooked up together in their uh, in their their hatred of of, of, of me and their uh, um, they 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 were on a rampage to let everybody know, but you know they went to family, friends, coworkers, anyone who would listen to tell them that that the the woman that I was with happened to be you know and and they used every derogatory term you could think of about mm-hmm. a trans woman, right? Uh, but to my surprise. From you know my God brothers and sisters to cousins to friends to ex coworkers, all of them were just like, we don't like y'all anyway. You know, that's still my boy, or mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, and it, and it just it just didn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. It didn't, and I ran so long in fear, and I let fear shape how I thought, how I acted, and what I did, and. I, I tell guys all the time that a lot of the fear that you have, it's all manufactured. It's all in your head because yes. you don't know. Yes. You, you don't, don't know how, how people are going exactly. to react. That's right. You have no you idea how someone's going to respond. how inspiring it is because, yes. you know, I, and I always reflect back to trans women. Look at what they go through every day. And we have to worry about somebody calling us gay or, or questioning our manhood or, you know, I mean, but even, even my brother said something to me one day. He said, Boy, how long you been talking to the girl? Well, you know how long I've been talking to the girl. All them years. Anybody ever step to you? Nope. He said, you know why? You know why? You six foot one. Yeah, I done lost weight. I'm, I'm a svelte 215 now. <laughs> I was about 230 pounds. Um, you know, just, you know, I, I'm a big, mean, bald head black guy. <laughs> no one has ever, ever gotten in my face yeah. in these 32 something years mm-hmm. never so again I was walking around in fear just because mm-hmm. it's interesting how he went from describing um, almost probably unconscious or subconscious he went from describing why his he, he is attract why Troy is attracted to trans women and all these wonderful accolades about them and then was talking about his most, his deepest connection with his sons and the love that he has for them. It's almost, it, uh, it seems, uh, if I may take a, can you hear me okay, Troy? Yeah. Okay. If I may take a, a little uh, liberty here, it, it seems as though your attraction to trans women is on the same level as your love for your sons. Like it's like a natural part of you that is, it is. is just. It is. And yeah, I mean, I, that's just about being authentic and mm-hmm. genuine mm-hmm. and honest. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's, Finding out that, that that I had a sibling who was, you know, who, who was who was trans attracted, I couldn't even describe when he, when he when he told me. You know, we were on the phone, and and I, I literally looked at the phone like, "The hell did you just say to me?" <laughs> you know, it just it, and it's just like, well, you know, well, why did you say something? And 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 his struggles. You know, he was in the military. He was overseas and. Then all of the stories, because we talk, we talk all the time, but we always left that part out. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when he would talk about some of the issues and problems or struggles he was having, 
It's like, you know, I, I knew in the back of my mind he wasn't telling me something, but I, I didn't think it was that, mm-hmm. you know, just like, you know, duh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it just, it, once he told me that it just made so much sense. And, you know, we always, we always ponder about what would have happened if we would have crossed paths. Like, like not knowing that you guys say again? In 1985, yes, we were yeah. past. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how fundamentally different would our <laughs> lives have been? Because, you know, I, I, I literally was at a, at a ball. Um, in fact, my nephew, my, my, my oldest nephew, he's like my oldest child. Um, he didn't believe when, when he was told that I was, I was you know, that, that, that I was talking to trans women. <laughs> Some trans women told him first. <laughs> he's like now nah, nah, my uncle Troy <laughs> I know my uncle Troy my, I know all the women my uncle Troy <laughs> and there was there was a ball um, I was there in fact the young lady that I was dating um, she's God rest her soul she passed away from from uh, silicone injections mm-hmm. um, years ago um, I was sitting right next to her when he spoke to her I told my nephew I said when you are you know, when you're on a DL like that, you learn how to be unassuming. You learn the art of invisibility. You learn how to be seen but not be seen at the same time, you know. Um, because I described everything that happened at that ball. And he was like, oh, my God, you were there. You know, and then when he started to find out all the people who knew me, he was like, how could you keep this a secret? And he was he was actually like I said, he was living with trans women. He was living with somebody who I had who I had been involved with. Wow. <laughs> And he just, he was just like, how could you keep that a secret? I said, because it becomes an art form, you know, Mm -hmm. tragically, you know, you learn how, but then you start to believe the lies that you tell and and that you craft and, and and you're so consumed in that, Mm -hmm. that that you don't think about, you know, the, the, the the casualties, the, 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 the collateral damage that you do to people, mm-hmm. to the cis women that I was, you know, involved with and lying to, and to the trans women that I was involved with and lying to, and even to my sons and to my family and even to myself. Mm-hmm. You do so much damage by not living your truth mm-hmm. and not taking cues from the very women that you are attracted to who walk in their truth every day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to get men to understand. Trans women walk in their truth every day. We we have this much to worry about. They have, you know, like I tell, we don't have. Nobody's legislating against me. Well, yeah, I'm, you know, a big black guy. I get pulled over by the police. That's a whole different, you know, that's a whole different subject. But they're, they're, you know, they're not legislating against, you know, uh, uh, you know, me as a as a child. They didn't legislate me where I can go to the bathroom if I can get married. All of these things. I mean, even that marriage thing. If the marriage uh, um, uh, laws had been different, I would have married to her. But they weren't. They weren't there, you know. Um, but when we were together, she was on my health insurance. She was uh, uh, still is on one of my life insurances. Um, she's a part of my life, you know. Every every aspect of my life, she's a part of. I, you know, I had a com- I had company cars. She was, you know, the, the secondary driver of the car. She was. Business, you know, business trips, uh, family, family uh, reunions, you know, Christmas, New Year, everything. We were we were together. So, um, but 
I think part of part of part of the issue that we had was, you know, because I got married, you know, and I got married because I thought that was what I needed to do. Um, you know, my brothers, my brothers were married, my sisters married, all of my friends were married. You know, you know, maybe if I get married, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be okay. I'll be, okay. I'll, be, I'll be able to wash this away. Mm. No, and that, and then never changed. So, so let's let's um, it's thirty minutes in. So let's take a break uh, and then come back because there's a lot more here to unpack with uh, with Troy. Is that okay right. with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll be right back. Ooh, more coffee. Woo! <laughs> so we're taking an actual break. I guess yeah. we're taking an actual break. <laughs> we were just yeah, gonna I'm, pause. I'm, I'm gonna go grab some coffee. Okay. All right. Okay. Be a guest on the Transamers Network podcast. Send an email to info at transamersnetwork.com. You've been listening to the Transamers Network podcast. The Transamers Network podcast is a broadcast property of the Transamers Network. Listen to the Transamers Network podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. For more information on living a joyful, positive, and desire-fulfilled life, or finding love in a relationship, family, or within yourself, visit the Transamers Network on the web transamersnetwork.com, on YouTube at the Transamers Network, or on Tumblr at transamersnetwork.tumblr.com.